Welcome back, everyone, to the final episode of this season of Manufacturing Group. I think I got to bring back the OG one from a couple episodes of the gonna manufacture and gonna manufacture. We're gonna manufacture, manufacture, manufacture the group. I had to bring it back for the final episode. <laughs> so as always, I'm Stephanie and with me is my sister. I'm Danny. And we are on, like we said, the finale episode of Girlicious Presents or Pussycat Dolls Presents Girlicious. I always mix it up. Pussycat Dolls Presents Girlicious. Well, because the first one was called like the search for the Pussycat Doll, Pussycat Dolls Presents. And this one here, they put that up front because it's girlish. Yeah, Just Pussycat Dolls Presents Girlicious. So I always get Mm -hmm. it confused in my head, but that's fine. So like I said, we are on our finale episode of this season, y'all. Um, so this week, uh, the theme is just, you are girlicious and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, so this episode starts with like, who's going to be a member of girlicious will be Natalie with her diva attitude. We always have to do the recaps always. Yep. Or will it be Tiffany who gets it together and delivers? Uh, will it be Charlie? She refused to cooperate, but she is a great performer. Uh, or will it be Christina focus, but, but she's pulled and sub- and something about the drama and they didn't even touch on Nicole, but we'll call her our Disney princess. So of these she, five, they knew she was getting in. Yeah. So who, which of these three girls will be part of girlicious? Cause remember there's only going to be three members, only three members. And they always have to do the, re- the recap in the Mr. Movie Phone voice or whatever it is. <laughs> Mark McGrath's voice. I think Mark McGrath's but... movie voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the broadcaster voice. And did you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. So, it's going to be hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> so this week starts out um, like they do it, everyone. The girls come back from elimination talking about what happened. And no one went home so they're all kind of happy for being into the final five no one getting eliminated however natalie was kind of a little not upset but she was just kind of like well i was a little upset because like i really wanted her glory she wanted my, her glory moment of being like the first one called and you know all of that yeah she didn't really get and she it she feels like no it was home. taken away because no one went home which it didn't get taken away you still got called first you were still the best one that week so i don't know why you think it got taken away just because they didn't <laughs> eliminate someone because I got to set up a narrative for this episode. And my chances are even just as high. Like, it's still five people, not four. Aww. And anyway. it's only three spots. So two of only these girls th- are going home. Only three spots. Yes, this is true. I forgot. Only three spots. So Charlie gets <laughs> called out last week. Uh, so probably should have gone home. Uh, still not cool with Natalie and Christina. Because, you know, she's got her attitude with not meshing well. And um, so they thought she was supposed to go home. But obviously, because mm-hmm. they kept her, she was didn't go home. She technically yeah. would have gone home if she was called because she was called last before Christina. Yeah. Uh, but she had so, such a good performance they couldn't send her home. They didn't want to send her just, home because and, and also send Christina. <laughs> but they didn't want to send Christina home for whatever fucking reason. They didn't want to send her home, which she should have gone home long ago. Which we've harped about this whole season. <laughs> the narrative, Anyways, right? <laughs> it's the narrative. It's the narrative, guys. Again, it's not the people. It's the narrative in the show and the characters of these people <laughs> that yeah. the editors provided to us the reality version of christina the reality version of natalie the reality version of nicole and tiffany and christine and charlie 
so basically, um, they get their video saying that this is the finality. Finale. It's from all of the girls basically saying, you've come this far. Uh, just trust yourself. Congratulations. Good luck. Mm-hmm. And we'll see the, the three of you soon. You did forget one little thing before that part happened. Um, all the girls kind of came together and we're going to try, you know, we're so close to the end. Let's make our peace. Let's do this. Except for Charlie. Charlie was still playing her like, if if I have to be in a band with Christina and Tiffany, I'm or not Tiffany, she liked Tiffany, sorry, Christina and Natalie, I don't want to be in the group. Yeah, so she's still sort of there, but she was, yeah, she's, it's kind of still lingered over from last episode. <clears throat> yep. So as they're, they're in practice, as they always are, you know, good luck. See you mm-hmm. soon. Robin's waiting for you in the studio. No, um, they didn't say that. They didn't say they Robin did not. was this downstairs. I wrote that right say. there. <laughs> That's true. I, Cause I didn't put it. I typed good luck and see yeah. three of you soon. That's how they ended the video. It's true. Yeah. Um, but in our words, we're going to say Robin's waiting for you in Robin's the studio because they do go to the yep. studio. They do go downstairs to the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicole kind of speaks up above her, which I, which is why I just, I love her because she is someone that yep. she's appreciative for where she is and what she's done. She's not taking this mm-hmm. moment for granted. And she literally speaks up and talks about how she's gra- like, she's so grateful for the opportunity. Like she just out of her own heart, she just wanted to say yeah. this to them and how, how much this meant to her. And then she makes Robin cry a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, wait, can it Robin just- cry? Right. Um, but it just it just shows that like how how much she's grown and how much she is an adult, even as an 18 year old, like not none of the other girls really said anything either. Like because they're still forward to that. They're still all in the whole like, I don't like people. Wah. All right. Drama in their heads and stuff like that. Nicole's like, this is an opportunity. Whether I win or lose, I still want to feel appreciative in this moment. Good Remember, Tiffany has also jumped on this bandwagon. Mrs. Like, don't you know who I am? I love drama right. is on the same page as Nicole. So they're just in that zen zone at this point (laughs) yeah so robin basically tells them that this is the last lesson for them to learn is just be yourself which is contrary to everything you've said this whole entire time but that's why i said the same thing too (laughs) it's like gotta be sexy gotta have confidence oh you gotta have charisma and now just be yourself but what if i'm you've got to be girlicious but you can't be too boy-esque like eliza and everything like that but no be yourself yeah anyways so um (laughs) and she tells them that um, and this week's, uh, not challenge, but this week's show and finale performance, they are going to be singing a song together as a group. And then they're also going to be doing a solo song so that they could get an up close and personal look at each of their styles and voices and artistries. Mm-hmm. So the song they sing together is Ladies Night and the Feelings, and the feelings Right. right. And I don't know about oh, you, but a- that's the only thing I can think about when I hear this song. John Lovett in The Wedding Singer. I have that in my notes. I think it may be later on when they were singing. That oh, hard the- not to sing like John Lovett's in The Wedding Singer. Oh, what a night. Sophisticated mama. Oh, my God. Anyway, he's like thrusting himself. Yeah. Anyway, no. so that's the only thing I can think of as well when I, when I heard yeah. how to hear this song. Doesn't matter if it's cool, Sunshine in the Gang, Cool in the Gang. No, it's John PCD, Lovitz from. It's John Lovitz from The Wedding Singer. <laughs> so, he's lost his mind. And I'm, I'm reaping the benefits. the benefits. So she gives them their individual assignments. We're going to say it like that again. Let's be honest. <laughs> we will. We will later on. Don't worry. When we get to it. So she gives the individual assignments and they give Charlie, Charlie. before he cheats by Carrie Underwood. Which is Tiffany. really weird. Like, I, I know. Okay. I, I know. I put notes weird. about it when they give it to her. So yeah. don't well, you what worry. I, 
what I noticed when they were signing these, um, and I kind of remember how last week I said the ages, what I realized, the five contestants left, three of them are from California, and two of them are from Texas. You got uh, Tiffany, Natalie, and Christine are all Californians, and Charlie and Nicole are Texans. Interesting. I, I don't know why I, I noticed that when I was watching this last episode, but that kind of came to me. I was like, oh. Interesting. So we have Tiffany uh, has been assigned You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman by Aretha Franklin, which is usually a big song. And in Idol, they always tell you to stay away from those songs. Um, unless you can do it. Unless you can do it. Yep. So they they think they have confidence in her. We'll get to that. Anyways, mm -hmm. we have words because, ooh, anyways. So yeah. then we have uh, Natalie. I put Nelly apparently. So it's <laughs> by Natalie sings Say, Say It right, right by Nelly Furtado. Oh, I can't wait till we get to that because like goosebumps, y'all. Goosebumps. Right. They actually gave her something in her register for once. Go figure. And this is like the only performance that when I went to go back, because I, I told this in the first episode, I got the idea to kind of even start this because they did stupid shit on Candace Drag Race. And I went back and watched the show and realized how much snark there was to do. But right. even from the original airing of this, like when we watched it live, when we were living over in the townhouse back in 2008, <laughs> I still remembered Natalie say it right. That was the one that stuck with me all those years. So that tells yeah. you something. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty good. And then we also have Nicole. She was given something he can feel by by En Vogue. En Vogue? That's what that yep. was. And then lastly, <laughs> Christina is given What About Love from Heart. And of course, the first words out of her fucking little mouth is I don't know. Why did they song. give me a song that I don't know the lyrics to? I don't know the words of the song. Well, you dummy, that's the point. You've been so inconsistent the whole time. They're trying to see if you can actually fucking turn it out. <sighs> and this is where Christina gets back on my, sh like her narrative here gets me back on my shit list. Like when I mentioned, if you were, you know, a dancer and didn't know, you know, what a feeling from flash dance, what the fuck? And I feel like if you are a female vocalist, how the fuck do you not know heart? They well, are like a really that. big deal. I feel like this song was in a lot of those Time Life Collection commercials. And it was also also used on a lot of other singing shows because Hart, um, Nancy Hart has a fucking well, beautiful voice. We didn't have a whole bunch of singing shows at this point either, though, at this point. Well, so, mostly American Idol. I knew a couple of chicks that did it uh, hard on American Idol, either this one or um, Alone. Yeah, but it, it, it wasn't like saying it's on competition shows was a little moot point at this point because there was only a few seasons of them. But like, yeah, it was on Time Life Collections all the time in those commercials, which would be running all mm -hmm. the time, all the time. Don't tell me you never saw them. They had their own fucking behind the music. Like Heart yes. was a big fucking deal. They were a like, huge band. Or even Guitar Hero because around that time, right. Barracuda, Barracuda and Guitar Hero, you know, you know Bar so, it was on t Guitar Hero. It was also in Shrek. Like yeah, Heart like is a big fucking deal, Christina. Uh, yeah how did you not know them so anyways just it just made me so upset that she's like i don't know the mm -hmm. lyrics it's like well that's the point that's the fucking point mm -hmm. anyways uh, so they robin tells them after this like they do they, that they're going to have a final interview with ron fair because he's geffen records that's going to be their record label and so he kind of wants to get to know them a little more on a personal personal level just to you know make sure who's that who's reality right who's good for the band that reality tv trope you know when you know, they go with RuPaul and have the Tic Tacs or they have a one-on-one -on -one with Tyra and her mom. So it's that. Yeah, the one-on-one -on -one sort of thing to just make sure everyone is is good. 
Mm-hmm. So first we have Natalie. They kind of ask he kind of asks her about compatibility. Um, mm-hmm. Nicole he really mentions about commitment and that she's committed. Uh, Christina they kind of mention about her personality. Uh, Tiffany uh, really want to be in the group. Excited to do this like mm-hmm. oh, for sure. Um, and Ron loves Tiffany. Ta- you know, yes, love- we mentioned last episode he loves Tiffany. It's his number mm-hmm. one. Like he loves her. Mm-hmm. Charlie, um, will you tear each like he kind of mentions about how like, you know, there's we notice the personalities and the clashing and stuff. Will you tear each other's eyes out? And she mentions kind of like about how if it was the other girls or it's fine. But like if she's in a group with Natalie and Christina, she doesn't know if she'll like if she could do it. And they're like, well, what if you don't make it? Like, what would you do? And she's like, well, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I'd want to go back to school, which, again, we get this smart of people can't be educated if they have like you can't ever have a backup plan. And anyways, the Tyra, like, you got to eat, drink, steal, or, like, live this. And if you're not every second trying to become a singer, if you dare think about going to school, God forbid, this is not for you. That can Which, mock produce trope. Yeah, you can still, like, but also at the same time, me and Kevin were actually mm-hmm. talking about this, and I might have noted it later, is because she talks yeah. with her mom about the whole thing, about, like, mm-hmm. not sure she yeah. wants to be in this group versus going home and stuff like that and missing an opportunity yeah. and saying that like, she wants to go to school. And I was like, well, you know what the other worst thing about it was? Is that as millennials, we were given this trope about you have to go to college, you have to go to college, you have to go to college. And then there's this this other part about this celebrity, like, if you don't breathe, live, dream, or breathe that you don't want it. But then you also gave us this narrative of we had to, we have to fucking go to school and get educated. So what were we supposed to do? Were we supposed to live and breathe things or were we supposed to get educated? Like what, what were we supposed to do? <laughs> uh, dude, I'm still trying to deconstruct all of that stuff. And I'm three right. fucking nine now. Well, and then the <laughs> other thing is, is also they kept telling us that you had to go to school right after you were done high school, which is not the case. High College is always going to be there for you people. It will be there mm-hmm. when you're 25. It will be there when you're 30. It'll be there when go you're Go when you're 60 and it's free. You can reinvent yourself at any time, guys. You don't have to go to college at a certain time. And this kind of also pushes that sort of, that kind of felt that push that sort of narrative as well. Like we have to go when we're young instead of trying to pursue this opportunity, but still having the option to go to school if it doesn't pan out. And that's, and I'm going back to the ANTM because again, Ken Mock produced both shows. Remember Elise season one, she was like, okay, I will do this modeling thing now because I'm only 20 years old once where my brain for, so for long. school- you know, I can go there. back to school at any time, but I'm only 21 years old once. You're only young once, so why not do it now? But I can go to school at, when it's always there. My brain's not going to mush. It's not mm-hmm. going to rot. Well, it, it gets mushier as you get to like your 60s. But when you're 30, it's not going to be rotting when your modeling career is over. <laughs> exactly. So Christina um, sucks sucks in the practice since she doesn't know the song. Oh, didn't and they Natalie- oh, yeah. So basically, yeah. So basically, at the end, Ron Fair is basically just trying to like push out like who's really wanting it, like personality and stuff. And Charlie, like they don't think that she's in her soul and that, and like so pushing that narrative. So then we go to practices. Obviously, no Christina, doubt. as always, sucks in practice and she doesn't know the song. She's frustrated. And then so Natalie, like we said, her biggest supporter. If only everyone had their own Natalie. She's like, mm-hmm. it's an emotional song and not to connect with the audience brings down the performance. She's like, you need to learn to connect. She's like, I know the emotion of this song. And like, I, because Natalie actually knows who hard is. Hello. Right. <laughs> she's like, I love this song. And I know the emotion in the song. And she's mm-hmm. like, she's, she's such Christina's cheerleader, but Christina's mm-hmm. just didn't need not accepting to, she, it. Well, not only that, she was she didn't need a cheerleading. She should have been gone a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm also wondering, like, I know Natalie totally rocks um, Say It Right, but I wonder how well she would have done 
what about love or is that almost too high because the beginning part can be low you know mm-hmm. the, yeah she uh, that would have been good if she knew this anyways sorry alternate universe doesn't exist alternate, <laughs> alternate timelines always fun to think yeah. about but so again in practice uh tiffany i found kind of at one point sort of let loose a little bit more when they were yeah. in the dancing and with robin and it kind having of having like, a blast having a blast having a fun knowing that this is the end. joking is with last... robin yeah. Like, yeah, if I'm in the group, I should have a rapport with this person type thing. Like, just having a good time with, like, say, their I wanted their to be manager. Tiffany's friend watching this. I wanted to be best friends with Tiffany watching this because she looked like the person you want to have as a friend, want to be around. Right, exactly. So Natalie, though, kind of was getting a little bit jealous about this. It's like she was kind of connecting with them a little bit more than she was. Mm-hmm. And then at this point in her practice, she kind of just shut down. Because she thinks that she won't be in the group because Tiffany got more attention in just practice cause... than she did. Right, and the whole time, like, she's been, like, she's one of those girls that I guess she always feels needs needs the praise or that acceptance to know that she's doing good. And then if someone else is getting it, she just doesn't feel like she's any good anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so at one point she even says, like, if my name is not called, do you know what that feels like to Christina? It's like, well, yeah, she's going to be the same thing. Like, her name has not yeah. been So I just thought it was funny that she's... Yeah. Anyways, and then so they also we, mentioned to Nat- but we know Natalie is the same one who eat, leaves, and breathes this competition. So she's right. also that narrative as well, too. Yeah, so she, like, she is, yeah, girlicious. And so, of course, saying, like, do you know what it's going to feel like? Yeah, we get it. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then they also tell her that, like, she gets a little, like, also they were kind of harping on her a little bit in the practice. Like, Natalie, like, or Natalie, like, if they're going left, you got to go with them or whatever. And she's like, but I'm kind of doing oh, yeah. like, you do it your own way, but you still got to do it with, you got to tie it into what the girls are doing in the background. You can't just do your own thing out front all the time. You are a group. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, this is basically after this practice is where Charlie calls home, talks to her mom. She's not sure about she wants to be in the group. She wants it to feel right and not bogged down by the stress, which I get it. If you're going to be in a group with a bunch of girls, you don't want to be stressed out. You don't want to have, you know, no one wants to live their life in a permanent like state of stress. But her mom was also saying, don't throw away the opportunity. And also keep in mind, uh, Charlie, you're living in the house with these girls because it's a competition on TV. I'm pretty sure you can get your own apartment once you're done and then just practice or have, you know, separate rooms, not having to be together. And again, like, same thing with Top Model. They're in that oh. house the whole time. And they're, well, they don't have their phones. They don't have, like, There is on tour. Material. There's also on tour when you've got, like, tour buses and stuff where you have to be stuck together for purposes of touring. But... Mm-hmm. But you still will at least have a phone. You can have your computer. Like, this is also reality TV, so they want the drama. So you got nothing. No books, no anything. So that's you've why got they're nothing probably in all the each house. other. Yeah, you've got nothing yeah. in the house. Once you're in a group, it's it's a little different circumstances. Uh, oh, and yeah. then her mom's also just kind of like, well, you know what? Her mom does kind of say to her, like, school is going to be yeah. there, but don't throw away this opportunity that you that's presented to you. So, like, her mom is mm-hmm. kind of being a, a reason to her. She's like, yeah. you only have this opportunity once. Like, take it as best as you can. Oh, yeah. Um, so the girls are just kind of practicing around the house. Um, and I Nicole, love this part. Nicole uh. gets kind of worried because um, her song is kind of really hard and mm-hmm. she can't sing it too much or she's afraid that her voice is going to go up by the time that pract- like the performances yeah. come by and you don't want to have no voice when it's finale performances. Oh, hell no. Uh, and then Tiffany, kind of the same thing. Like she says, it's like the yeah. most, if she got the most difficult song and she doesn't want to strain her voice mm-hmm. when practicing it because like it's Aretha, you want to use your power yeah. and you're going to really... Um, yeah. And yeah, this is where Natalie really is helping Christina mm-hmm. with her song. And I thought it was so cute when like Charlie was singing like her song, and then Tiffany joins in with her, and they're all just kind of singing the song in the living room. I thought mm-hmm. that part was just so cute. It was just, like a one second thing, but I just oh, I thought it was so cute. Yeah, and she clearly wants Charlie in the band because Charlie and Tiffany get along. 
and well like exactly if it was charlie charlie tiffany and nicole it would have been a totally different band and it could be so like again in an alternate world but imagine what would happen if it was those three versus natalie and christina in mm-hmm. it and if they did even if they did four you know who else would have been in that if it wasn't christina and natalie i think they could have had carrie too it could have had nicole carrie charlie and charlie tiffany. and tiffany right that could have been a pretty fucking sweet group right it could have been but they they had a missed opportunity so mm-hmm. um yeah, so really, Natalie's really helping Christina with her song so she can make it into the group because, God forbid, if she, mm-hmm. Natalie's in the group, she can't do the group without Christina. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but she obviously <sighs> cares more than Christina does, and she's trying to get Christina to care as much because she's like, I like, dude, I need you with me in this. And she's just, yeah. Christina's just doing like that. I'm just I'm coming Christina. along for the ride, and I'm Christina. Yeah. And like, she even said, she's <laughs> like, I know the song like the back of my hand, the feeling. And then yeah. she's like, I will die if I don't make it after coming this far, which, again, mm-hmm. I don't blame you. Like, you guys are right there at the very, very end. Like, Especially someone mm-hmm. like Natalie, she yeah. lives and breathes this thing. Like we know that if she doesn't, like it's good. Yeah. She'll try and find another way, but to get into yeah. Hollywood. But that's just what it is. So mm-hmm. there wasn't a whole lot of beforehand because we've got a lot more performances. So that was kind of the end, and now it just goes straight into the performance nights. Yeah, and their outfits for ladies' nights are so cute. I have the colors mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, like, the super short like dresses, and, and it's like of a that. corset dress. It was like a corset dress with like a gathered kind of cute mini skirt. Um, Tiffany had this beautiful like hot pink one. Oh, it just glowed off her. She looked fucking gorgeous. Was um, bright Chris had one? that was Natalie. Natalie oh, had okay. the bright orange one, and that went really nice because she has like that warm skin caramel tone. complexion. Yeah. Chris had the beautiful purple one that just really, it was like kind of like a, a darker purple, really beautiful. Charlie had this yellow to just, uh, oh, and then uh, Nicole had this teal one and they were all had like these bejeweled corsets and like these gathered skirts. They looked stunning. I went to That's Value Village the other day, yesterday, yeah. and I went through the section where the dresses were, and I was like, oh, these are so, oh, I wish I had reasons to wear these, because they were like 15 bucks, too, for these, like, awesome, wicked prom dresses that we had. I was like, man, I wish I had a reason to buy these and wear them, because, oh. Do it anyways. <laughs> right? I, some Maybe one day I will. We will see. We might go back yeah. there. Um, but yeah, have, have, like, like, those... have an adult prom. Just say, everyone, go to Value Village buy a prom dress we'll rent out a hall and let's just dance and go crazy why not not even we'll just have our own little party at home and and prom dresses why not oh yeah Um, so as we said the ladies open the girls open with ladies Ladies night night. when the feelings right oh what a night sophisticated mama i'm sorry i just love that part so much you sing sexy lady lady. (laughs) yeah we love you, John Lovitz. Please don't sue us. No. Well, it would be the Casey and the Sunshine Band for the actual other stuff, but we won't um, get into that. Um, criticism, so, criticism, use of criticism, all that shit that, that people do for, yeah. Yeah. Um, so first off, we out of the gate, we are provided with a performance by Tiffany of You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. She had Obviously, a silver mini she dress. Has, Everyone she has had... mini dresses in this one, I believe. Oh, sure I have the different colors. They all have mini dresses, but I have all the colors because I forgot we were doing, like, for a while we were doing it in the last yeah. year, we kind of put it off. But I'm like, oh, those dresses during ladies' night, I'm like, okay. They were yeah, really nice. Yeah. yeah. They, they were, were really fucking improved. cute. Yeah. So, obviously, Tiffany rocked it. We know mm-hmm. she's got the power to do the Aretha songs, and she obviously does. Um, and so she got that control that I mentioned last week that she got all of her seasons. She knew when to bring out her her power vocals and when to kind of take it back and inflections it and everything like that yep she did a great job so beautiful so robin obviously says it's a classic song but she made it her own her perfection voice um i think 
uh, Ron was like, Ron loved cool, her. Proud of you. Vocal firepower. Voice is an engine. Like he was just yeah, raving he loves on her. her. Raving loves on her. her. And then little Kim, three words. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> oh, little Kim. Oh. <laughs> so they just loved her performance. She did her amazing, of course. Um, Charlie, I this is mine. Not the right no. song for her. She still did a good job, but it just wasn't um, for her. It wasn't her song. It didn't show her vocal. No, because in hindsight, what I'm realizing, it doesn't. It, it, it's very like you know, right now, na 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 na. Like it doesn't really go up and down, and even the chorus is like, you know, I dead my key. Like it's not very high and low. It's very monotonish, especially when you're thinking of a girl group like this. Like, well, that's what I as someone too. who currently still listens to country, I don't understand what the big fuss about Carrie Underwood is. She's there's other better singers if you have my opinion, but don't come for her, Carrie Underwood hater. She's just stating no, an opinion. I'm just stating an opinion. <laughs> I do the songs that I like her song with Jason Aldean. I love like she does like, but I just feel like she's just eh. okay. Yeah, eh. and like she's solid. Uh, also, it's the other thing is is that like she's just for me she's she's not believable for her songs she's too squeaky clean blonde girl married to the hockey guy loves her jesus but then you're trying to tell me you're gonna gonna go you're kill like the wedding bells where she's a little girl and meets a young beautiful girl and meets a guy beats her and so she she poisons him and like these songs from carrie aren't believable for me so i'm sorry you're not natalie mains you are not miranda lambert Lambert or gretchen wilson like i know that they're not I know they've sweetened themselves off now, but they still just had more of a persona no, going into I, those. I think Natalie Maines went the complete opposite direction with like chicks, like oh Cass the divorce Lighter. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. now, but oh. like you know, they weren't necessarily the edgy girls per se. Miranda Lambert kind of came out that way, and she's kind of soft yeah. a bit. She doesn't do as much of the the edgy stuff, but it's still they were just believable at the time. Whereas Carrie Underwood, mm-hmm. you came from Idol, you came from a sweet like even on Idol, they kind of sweet little you Oklahoma a, girl. Right. So it just Yeah. You, so Jesus not- Take the Wheel makes sense before he cheats didn't. And I don't want to go too much into it, but I'm not a big fan of Carrie Underwood for some of the opinions that she's been expressing, but we'll leave it at that. I'm not sure. I haven't gotten into those things, but I don't care you about can- people's politics anymore, so because mm-hmm. it's all it's all going to shit so i don't give a shit anymore about <laughs> politics because it's just a bad place to be so that's why i do a podcast yeah. about turning of the millennials <laughs> and tv shows guys let's lighten so, this shit up so next we have char so as we yeah so we're back into charlie sorry charlie um but i wasn't but really Robin- they actually cut to ron and he his face and i, I know they can do intermittent chopping but when she was singing they cut to ron and he just looked so unimpressed i yeah, mean well i like i said i wasn't impressed either like it wasn't the right song mm-hmm. for her voice it didn't showcase her at all uh, it but robin honestly does, set her up right Let's be robin honest. does say uh she took a different song and gave it her own twist she can't mm-hmm. say anything bad but they want to know how bad do you want this the only thing missing was my charlie so that's like little kim was like she missed yeah. her charlie from the beginning because i guess she really loved charlie so i was like, i miss my charlie i was i was honestly waiting for robin to do her whole we were rooting for you we were all rooting for you how dare you you know yeah, like the entire thing like yeah that so was she the energy had, yeah so she had something else on her like they could tell she's got something else on her mind that she wasn't really present um i don't think she, and then she even says like based on the song she doesn't think that she got to showcase her voice as well either with that song so mm-hmm. they just they gave her the wrong song and i think she's seen the writing on the wall 
Yeah, she's kind of well. She was kind of sort of checked out last week too. So this week was just sort of a uh, even though she did so almost. well, but she did so well at the first part of how many times like on that bench. So this is like Charlie, your own enemy at this point. Yeah, she's. Uh, it's no surprise to me. I am my own worst enemy. Anyways, so now we've got Nicole. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, I love her. She is my favorite. She is oh, yeah. just amazing voice. It was so good. Um, oh, they yeah. said that she fits into this cool package, but she's so unexpected with her voice. Really good and solid. And Ron Fares had this analogy that if he was like, yeah. if there's like your athlete with their special jump shot, she's got this like, sweet spot in her voice that is just like her money maker type thing the disney princess tone is what i call it (laughs) i don't know if it's really no because it's not the disney she's not sweet she doesn't have that sweet voice she's not that i feel like she's got okay and then of course little kim says she's hot because all she is is, little kim is hot 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 all over apparently it's all she wants (laughs) all she wants is to be hot paris hilton entered the chat that's hot (laughs) so next we have natalie doing um Oh, say it say right. right. Goosebumps already just thinking about it. It right. was so sexy. It was so good. She was on pitch. It was the perfect song for her voice. She had this beautiful, I don't know if it was like, um, it was like a sparkly taupey brown dress on. She was up in the cage. I, oh, that sounds really wrong, but like the stage had like. A couple of them were in the cage. Yeah. Not, and Nicole was too, but like, oh, and as, as I mentioned before, like this is the performance I still remembered. Um, so like what happened 2018 i was watching this 2013 years later i still remembered this performance that's how 2008 not 2018 oops <laughs> i mean if it was what 2018. is what is time je ne sais pas um if it's 1994 then he must be born in 1984 84 no if, <laughs> if he was born in Sorry. 1963 and he's 21 then it must be 1984 84 yes that's that's our logic that is how we're calculating <laughs> what year this was <laughs> but 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 still goosebumps y'all goosebumps if you can find this thing on like i mean the, all the shows are on youtube we already said that in our last episode but even if you just seek out this performance and watch it it's chef's kiss she mm-hmm. she signed her she was in the group there as soon as she said that mwah, she was in like no no she was in which is kind of funny how they do their final like which we'll get in the group but oh, so of course so dirty Natalie, so dirty of course she is a performer um mm-hmm. song is more complimentary to her voice you look incredible you look like fire you captivate everyone uh, there's something special about you they give her a comparison to j-lo uh, because she's like great performer like she's a real performer there's a great presence uh ron really really robin j-lo anyways uh ron ron i believe said reminded her of marilyn monroe just that kind of oozy sexiness and you don't need crazy singing chops to make a group per se sometimes you just need that like complimentary tones to make a great group and she brings that to this group oh yeah and then, so lastly, we have Christina. Womp, and I noticed <laughs> as soon as they put her to seeing, it was almost like they had Robin. Like they, t- they did. I don't know if you noticed the cut shot of Robin just kind of like intently watching to see if she's going to either fuck up or actually do mm-hmm. good. Yeah, because um, that's the I narrative. Yeah. Well, she's been so inconsistent, so I don't and, blame them. And what pisses me off the most is the fucking bitch nails it. She does. She she does really well of the vocals. Like she she sang it beautifully. I enjoyed the performance. Nah, but for, nah. I, for me, her voice fell. Or no, I put. She said she fell flat. 
I think it was because maybe she wasn't connecting. Maybe that's what it was. She just, oh, but they made she, a big deal of her grabbing her diaphragm to show how strong of a singer. What about you know? Because <laughs> she stood that. in the same spot and she was boring. She didn't really connect. Mm. Like there wasn't movement is, from her. There wasn't. Mm. She was still fucking boring in this one. I'm sorry. You're not wrong. Like the performance. Like if I'm watching it, it was boring as fuck. But I was listening and the vocals were good. Uh, kind of like with Jenna. Like, this is the same shit that sent Jenna home a couple weeks yeah. back. Resting board face. That's what she was doing. Yep. Um, so I'm like, still don't know why she makes the group. Uh, not sure <laughs> you were ready, but tonight we think you are. Uh, I would mm-hmm. never know you didn't know the song by that performance. Uh, I love like, how oh, they mentioned redemption. that. They're like, redemption, like Rocky. You sang your ass off. Uh, but it's funny because Kevin was standing by and listening and he's like, yeah. that was not that great. I did not like that either. <laughs> so this is, again, but- from someone who's... Also probably heard that song because he worked in a machine shop. So he heard a lot of like 70s, 80s music. So I'm sure yeah. he's probably heard Heart a lot and he still thought the same thing. Wasn't yeah. that great. Uh, and then and Ron really- finally said something good. Oh, that's what is Ron's finally said something good. So I think I could actually be in Girlicious in the untucked seeds in the back. Yeah. But like, really, Ron? The end of Rocky? Right. Redemption. Really? Rocky? No. Uh, so basically, and they're untucked. They're just kind of like, you know, anyone could go home. No, Like, we all yeah. did really good tonight. No one's spot is secure. So they're they're still all themselves. Like, we don't know who the fuck's going home. <sighs> but, like, honestly, they are setting this up to us to think that definitely it's going to be, like, Nicole, Tiffany, and Natalie. And then we're not going to have Christina or Charlie. That's kind of what they're already setting up for us yeah. here in this narrative. So as we go into judging, they're basically saying who's right and who's wrong for the group versus like they're going to say who's mm-hmm. right for the group versus judging who's wrong for the group. Oh, yeah. Um, so they start with Tiffany, great sounding voice, undeniable star, beautiful. Nicole, oh, yeah. she's grown. We love her so much. Uh, there's so much more to her that can grow and we're just excited and that just fits. To see where it goes. Uh, Charlie, her presence, sexiness, always connects. Like every time she see- Robin sees her on stage, she said she always like connected to her. But they don't mm-hmm. think she cares about this as much of the dream so that, you know, you can't have a second option. Like, there's no backup you, plans allowed. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do this or die trying, essentially, is what they want people to feel like. Pretty much. Natalie. Uh, so Natalie, great performer. She's a star. Mm-hmm. She played the video. We played the, oh, Ron was saying that, like, we played the video. <gasps> yeah, the video! <laughs> the music video in a room of all the executives, 45 peeps, and every guy yeah. loved her. Mm-hmm. Which is funny. Um, the fact they'd be like every guy, and it's like, well, no, everyone should. But anyways, that, that was that time frame. I would so. Christina, I... uh, nerves a big part of why they think that nerves are a big part of why she's inconsistent. Her performance. Um, how could you not want to watch her? Which I'm sorry, she wasn't that enticing in this one. There was no. Con- I didn't feel the connection, or I didn't draw. I didn't get drawn to her like some of the other girls' performances tonight. She's just stood in the middle, and held her diaphragm, which thought was good enough for her. Apparently. Which anyone can hold their diaphragm, let's be real. Um, yeah, Ron, what was the big... He, I love how he mentioned it in his judging. He's like, and she went for the power notes and was like holding her diaphragm. And I'm like, nah. Does yeah, Adele hold her diaphragm? Does Mariah Carey hold her diaphragm? Actually, you'll see Mariah Carey go like this because she's literally thinking of... like You'll see her go... The notes. Because ah, 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 she's literally yeah. doing... You can visually see her what notes she's hitting. Yeah. So you don't need your diaphragm holding to feel like you're powerful. Oh, I don't even think Whitney would do that often. Celine no. Dion, there is no, no, you do not need a diaphragm. You need a Celine Dion for your powerful, your chest smack. <laughs> I can see Tiffany real. doing that though. Let's be honest. Right. Like Tiffany being a great performer, I can see her doing that. 
But it just proves a point. You don't need to hold your diaphragm to reach your big, powerful. They have something else that they bring to it. Let's be Mm -hmm. real, guys. (laughs) So the final decision, um, this is it. Uh, Whoever this is, you are girlicious instead of you will no longer be it. You are not girlicious. Remember, there's only three members. Only three members. So the That first Mark McGrath says multiple times. Multiple times. So the first name we're going to call is Nicole. Nicole! Yay! My favorite. We love the, Nicole. The second member of Girlicious is Tiffany. Tiffany! Oh, yay! Two of our favorites. Go oh girls. Go girls. Now the next name we will call will not, not be part of Girlicious. Will not girl be delicious. But remember, there's only three members at this point. Remember, there's only and three this members. One will not be in Girlicious. Charlie is not in Girlicious. And she graciously Shh. walks off stage. And she knew. Which is kind you of, could see it in her eyes. Which is, again, why we kind of feel like there is a narrative. Because why would you do that the next girl was not in Girlicious and leave Christina and Natalie there if you decided that the you bottom. were going to do four, possibly three, well, but, you know, whatever. Like, anyways. Gotta put so. the two friends against each other. All that dramatic tension. Or you know, Jujipi and Raven singing. <laughs> or you knew you were going to put them in and you just got rid of the girl. Like, anyway, so whatever. So now we do our between the twi- final two. So, Christina, mm-hmm. you have the whole package. The problem is your consistency. At crunch time, you have let us down. And tonight you broke through. But was it a one-time fluke? Yes. Natal- <laughs> it was. Natalie, <laughs> one thing held you back is your vocals. Which you guys held her back in the vocals because you guys never gave the right songs. But anyways, your sexy alto. As performer, but as your strength as a performer, it cannot be denied. But can your strengths outweigh your weaknesses? These are the she doesn't have we weak have vocals. Make. She does not have weak vocals. She you just never gave her the right song for her voice. Sexy so basic, alto, right? So basically, she's like, girls, three girls, and girls. This is great. However, four girls. Is girlish. girlicious. So then we find out clearly that Christina and Natalie both made it together. And as like Robin is kind of saying these things, I kind of yeah. notice like Natalie's kind of got like this weird, like, I don't know, just weird, antici- weird anticipationness. Like she's not sad. She's not like it just it just almost seemed like she kind of sort of already knew something. Like we've been saying for the last little few episodes, like she already like they already knew that these two were going to be in it. And like I don't know. And it just felt so, like, gross sending Charlie out like that. But I'm glad, like, she was gracious and everything. But yeah. wouldn't, that sh- wouldn't that suck at? Like, I, she but, had to have known. And here's, here's another thing I had noted, actually. Would Natalie have thrown away the opportunity if Christina didn't make it into Girlicious? Did she really want her in it that bad that she would, like, if it was Nicole and Tiffany and Natalie? Like, what would... Would she have thrown it away? Would she have really wanted, or would she have tried? Like Christine, I think she may. I think she probably still would have stuck it out, but eventually, kind of, we'll kind of do a little bit 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 after the show here of what happened with a little bit of girlishness, not in full detail, but um, I think maybe she would have stayed one album and then left, maybe. Or if like Tiffany left, then they would have brought Christina as a replacement, like Beyonce did. Oh yeah. But they said, and right now, technically speaking, the only one left in Girlicious is Nicole, and I think well, she should bring it back. Chris. Yeah, I think that I think the whole thing's over at this point. But and oh, then of also, Natalie also makes a, a comment that like we are in the group and we planned it from the beginning. And I was like, mm, mm, just like you planned it from the beginning. Mm. I brought boots for. Incons- 
that girl was inconsistent the whole entire like Christina the whole time. So how there there feels like there's got to be something on the back end. And then well, we see the world premiere of Like Me. Everything to do is like me. So what I finished off was I said, but four girls is girlicious. We have Nick, Nat, Tiff, Crystal. Let's go do <laughs> some stupid, stupid shit. shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah, it does end with the Like Me video at the end. Um, and if you listen to like you know stupid shit like me, the like the girls are women. I don't know what we should. But anyways, that they. Uh, they all tap into what they're really good at on the songs that they put out. Like you definitely mm-hmm. get Natalie with like the give you chance, chance, and the body can you fly. And then you got I have a step one, you be on that. You got, of course, the double entendre with Nicole. Right. Mm-hmm. I put hot on the map. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was but... so good. So good. So that is the final episode finale. So yeah, we know we have four girls in Girlicious. But yeah, that was our finale. So we hope you enjoyed, I guess, season one of Manufacturing the Group. Featuring season- Girlicious. And then season two of Piercy Cat Dolls Presents Girlicious. Mm-hmm. So like we said in our last episode, we might, we're, we're, what do you want us to do for season two? Should we go to where it all started, which was making the band in O-Town? Or do you want us to go back and do the first Girlicious season or Pussycat doll, Pussycat doll season. Pussycat doll season. I, maybe we should change it up and like do like female, male, female, male. Right. I mean, yeah. And I guess we'll have to figure out where to find uh, manufacturing the or sorry, making the band. Oh, I'm sure someone's put it on. I think I found it on YouTube oh. actually. I think I already okay, did sweet. look for it. <laughs> All right. Perfect. So yeah, I'm good either or. Yep. So um, on that note, like I said, you can find uh, me at Turning the Millennials podcast on Instagram. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple. Same place you'll be able to find this podcast with Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all of those places. And you can find Danielle. And I'm on Instagram at Willow Wannabe with only one N because apparently when I made this email address, you could only have 12 characters because I made it in 97. These were old times, people. We were only limited so much back in the day. These you kids, you don't understand the struggles we went through for technology. Oh, yay. Now I'm online. And I don't know if you've heard me, like I've said it a bunch of times on our podcast, how we would always listen to Alanis Morissette when we logged on in the internet back in those days, Jagged Little Pill. I've said it so many times on our podcast. And that just every time it was that album, it brings back those memories. Yeah. But uh, it's it's kind of fun that like it's going around like full circle like we watched that on TV and now we're talking about it and it's right. fun and it's fun it's... going back and reminiscing and also I don't think like I said no one's done these ones yet so we can corner market ha woohoo we got the market I think unless someone else does it but who cares we're we're cool we're maybe right. <laughs> And maybe they're doing it just a different way. So who knows? Yeah. So on that note, um, thanks for listening to this season. Um, and that's we'll have a special episode after of the Where Are They Now? But thank you for listening to our season one of Manufacturing a Group. Where and we will have a new season two. Um, we're not sure in a, in a little bit. Yeah. We'll see how this one goes. We're going to keep like it and- on manufacturing the group. <laughs> yep. We will check you out on our next season. Yep. Bye, Peace. podcast world.